Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cordell. You're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation. It is I, G. Straker, host of the Steeler Nation VidCast, recording from the back of my truck in front of Walmart, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I hope everybody out there is having a great time. I know I'm super surprised on the cuts that have happened. First, I just want to touch base quickly on Total Sports Enterprises. They are giving away a free Marquise Pouncey jersey as we speak on Twitter. So go check them out at Total Sports ENT. All you got to do is follow them, follow at Steeler Nation, and follow the podcast at underscore SN Podcast. You are automatically entered to win that signed Marquise Pouncey color rush jersey, and we're giving it away tomorrow. So be sure to do that. I'll mention it again at the end of the cast. It'll be on the page as well. Good luck to you, Steeler Nation. I hope you guys can win a jersey. Also have another sponsor, a brand new one. You guys got to check out mybookie.ag, code Steeler Nation. Whoop, right there. What's it for? If you put up and you sign up your deposit up to a thousand bucks, they will double it. So put down a thousand, you get two thousand in your account if you use the promo code Steeler Nation right here, all caps. Do it up, guys. Quick way to double your money. Good luck to you on the betting season. And I hope you win a lot more than them Ravens fans. <laughs> guys, this is your podcast. We are live. If you got questions, if you got comments, we know Miles Pressgrave is always around. Yo, Miles, great to hear from you, my friend. Robert, good to hear from you, Mr. Tamburo. Striker Strikes up. Hanging out, having fun with you guys. Looking forward to the questions, the comments. And first thing, though, I do need to talk about is that crazy cuts that happen. Usually when it's like the, the, the first set of cuts, it's usually players you don't even hear about. They're usually low guys on the roster. We had a couple head scratchers, to tell you the truth. Uh, biggest one for me being um, being Avery, Jannard Avery. He was a starter for the Eagles last year. Started 12 games at outside linebacker. He was slotted into that outside linebacker number three position ahead of Tuska. I don't know why he was cut, what the reasoning is, what was going on, but he is no longer a Pittsburgh Steeler. Uh, I know he was just um, tried out today, though, with Tampa Bay. That's right, coming off the top of my skull. Uh, so he might be joining uh, uh, Brady down there, the unretired Tom Brady, and um, hopefully can put a hurt on him in practice, maybe break a hip on that old man. Um, but interesting. That's I'm surprised. I'm shocked. Also a bit shocked on Chris Olodekin also getting dropped. I thought that the trade talks were heating up, possibly with Rudolph maybe leaving the team. If he leaves the team, we need that third quarterback. Who would it be? Olodekin. That's what I assumed was going to happen. But do not digress, uh, Steeler Nation, because we have, even though we lost um, Olodekin, the reason why we drafted him is simple. We drafted him in the seventh round, so we didn't have to overpay for him as an undrafted rookie free agent. I know you guys are saying, oh, we could have gotten him as an undrafted rookie free agent. He could have signed with any team. Steelers know they needed an extra fourth quarterback for training camp. They locked their guy in. He had some potential. He had some things that they liked about him. Obviously, he didn't work out. I mean, this is a quarterback we wouldn't have even talked about if we still had Haskins on the roster. Uh, wouldn't even thought to draft that guy. It would have been a four-way. 
uh, competition. But Kenny Pickett, man, he's jumping up in the rankings. He looks like he's already passed Rudolph, even though I will state Rudolph has had more scoring drives than Kenny Pickett. That's something that people didn't keep in mind. Two scoring drives last game to Kenny Pickett's one. He had two scoring drives in the first game. Kenny Pickett had two scoring drives in that game as well. So he's a he's a scoring drive up. I know he had a field goal. Field goals aren't touchdown as sexy as touchdowns, but he's still doing the job. Are these trade talks still going to happen? The trade talks are, are happening for the team that we are playing on Sunday. Do we want Detroit to see Rudolph up close and personal before we end up shipping him off to Motor City? I'm hoping so. <laughs> I would love a draft pick. Hopefully they can give us a, a third or a fourth. Um, that would be ideal. You guys let me know what you think he is worth if we move him. I'm starting to hear some possible trade talks also for Trubisky. And that is if if Pick, um, Pickett beats him outright. The only problem with, with that is, like, we don't really have a, a backup quarterback that's not going to get booed if he has a three and out. I don't know why we're booing Rudolph on a three and out in the preseason, guys. I mean, you can dislike the guy, but come on. I mean, it's early. <laughs> and the guy is actually productive, and he had the best statistical training camp tracked by Alex Kazora uh, doing the training camps over there at the depot. Um, absolutely phenomenal numbers from... Rudolph, and he was the only quarterback that didn't throw an interception this training camp in team sessions. So interesting, interesting stuff right there. Going to you guys here quickly before I get on to my, my brain for the other stuff going on. Uh, Miles, what is going on with Reggie Bush? Or sorry, Reggie Bush. <laughs> I do that all the time. De Devin Bush. Um, Steelers are looking like they're falling out of favor with them, to tell you the truth. Not only were they starting to give Spillane some playing time, now they're starting to run Robinson with the first. And I'll tell you one thing, Ro watching Robinson in the preseason games takes me back to watching Joey Porter in the preseason games, takes me back to watching Harrison in the preseason games when these guys that were backups were decleating people on the football field in practice. They were killing people in the football field and preseason games. And Robinson's looking like a gamer. Love that out of him. So now you got to think, hey, why isn't Bush thumping? Why can't he run downhill? Why can't he make these tackles? Is something wrong with him between the ears right now? Uh, the mental aspect of the game that Coach Tomlin always uh, pushes on his players. You know, you got to be mentally tough. You got to have it between the between the ears to be good on the field, and right now Bush just doesn't look like he has it there, Miles. I mean, it, it's head scratching. It's surprising. It is, you know, we're talking about a situation where the Steelers would like to move him. They're not getting a first rounder for him, and we traded up to get him in the first round. We gave up a lot of draft capital to get that guy. We'd be lucky, I think, to get a third for him. To tell you the truth, and you honestly have to think about it at this point. I'd like a second, might get a third. If somebody likes his potential that much, coming out of, um, coming out of college, rates him that high, got a chance, got a chance. But right now, it's going to be a little tough. Robert, bandwagon jumpers, singing my chorus about incompetence of Steelers GM and head coach not providing better depth at O line. And to me, too, uh, Robert, I don't know if it's O line depth or 
It's them trying to learn their third system in three years. Uh, Myers, his way of teaching offensive um, linemen is very hands, very uh, aggressive. You're supposed to initiate contact. We were not initiating contact in that game. We were getting pushed back. We were walking back. We looked passive. We looked more like Sarrett's offensive line than Myers' offensive line. And that's something that we're starting to see out of guys on the line. Like, I think it was Jackson that plays left tackle that was in Myers' system, who's very handsy, um, attacks with the punch, one hand at a time, not two together. Otherwise, you're going to get them knocked down. Um, it's just a new philosophy. Don't know if it's exactly depth, but right now, these vets aren't getting it. Cole looks like crap. Um, Daniels looks like crap. Tomlin called him out. This is not the way we can play, guys. We got new quarterback in the system. We're trying to establish the run. Sure, Najee can run on that run, run with just about any line, but we need to give him some freaking help. And right now, I think it's more technique than between the ears with what's going on as far as for talent or O-line. But that's the way it crumbles right now, Robert. Not against you. Hopefully, maybe some pickups here at the roster cutdowns, too. We might get a chance to upgrade our backups as well. Uh, you'd be seeing, of course, well, head coach incompetence for not providing starter-ready nose tackle when Alu-Alu is inevitably out. Well, Indomica Sue is still sitting out there in free agency. Maybe the Steelers might pick up a guy like that, Robert. We can only pray. Robinson is so electric to watch. I know he was my that, – that's why I love watching into the third and fourth quarters, guys. I get excited about some of the guys. I mean, I know UG3 and, like, um, even, like, Marcus Allen, who's still on the team. I think he had, like, an inter interception return for a touchdown or a fumble return for a touchdown late in the game in one of those preseason games that was fun to watch. Uh, he's still on the team years later. That was his rookie season. Um, that's the type of stuff I want to see a young player out there making splash plays, showing that they can play in the league, looking like men among boys playing against the third and fourth stringers that are probably not going to be on teams. That's what gets me excited about preseason. And Robinson is checking the boxes, man. Vinny Vidi Vici, our, our Vince, Vince Williams already singing Robinson's praises, already saying on a tweet. Robinson is better right now as a rookie than I ever was. And for an inside linebacker that we all know and love, guy that retired a little bit ahead of his time, but man, you got to take your health and your family over your breaking down your body for a sport, for a game. I completely understand, Vince. We love you. We miss you. And thank you for the kind words on Robinson. I'm repeating that too. I know you guys are starting to see it as well. Um, just getting super excited about him too. Uh, any chance of improving the offensive line before we week, week one, Robert Cooley out there. Good to hear from you from Houston area there, Cooley. Um, I hope, I, I, you know, I hope the Steelers are always looking to pick up new people. One of the people that Parky Abate wrote at SteelerNation.com, he likes the interior uh, offensive lineman, uh, Shamarius Gilmore from the Seattle Seahawks. Guy has a lot of potential. He was just in these cutdowns here this pre this recent time, but there are going to be more surprises here being cut next week when we have to trim down to 53. That's when you're going to start seeing people that are going to be cut because of salary purposes, good players, um, might get another um, Joe Hayden situation. But right now, you know, 
I'm hoping that we just start showing some improvement with the technique that is trying to be taught to this offensive line, utilizing your hands more, being the aggressor on the line of scrimmage, and making first contact. That is Meyer's plan. That is his M.O. for being an offensive lineman. So let's watch this Detroit game first here, Robert. We'll see if our offensive linemen are moving forward, initiating attack, and that's because that plays into the strength of a player like Cole. Plays in the strength of Chooks. Plays in the strength of Daniels, and it definitely plays to Dotson's strength. I mean, Green's more of a finesse guy. Um, more, I'm hoping he can get it, but we'll have to see how it turns out. But that's what I want to see. That's what I'm looking at in this Detroit game. And if they can't freaking do it, start combing that waiver wire, man. Because I know there's going to be a lot of good talent out there when it's time to pick up some people here before the uh, rosters are finalized or before week one rosters, I should should say, are finalized. And we kind of have that bye week to restructure. Not bye week, that extra week off for Labor Day just to restructure and retool this roster to get it to optimum efficiency before the season starts because we got to make sure our new quarterbacks are comfortable in this system because we've already seen this past playoff or this past preseason game that Trubisky can elude pressure when he's got people coming in untouched pickets, getting the ball out quick on hot reads. So, you know, one aspect of it is at least we've got some quarterbacks that are already ready and Rudolph was making some plays. I'm not going to Rudolph won the game for us guys won the game for us. I cannot discredit what Rudolph has done for us in this preseason. Pack those boo birds away just a little bit longer. If we move them, great. We get a good grab pick out of them, great. Miles! And I think I can honestly say, young boy George Pickens is my favorite offensive player. His chip on his shoulder and his attitude are the absolute poop. And I'm with you there, too. Uh, I'm a receiver guy. I break down receivers. Love his game. The only hole in this game is learning his roots for root running, um, learning when to step, learning how to shed people off with uh, with stutter steps and get people to go in the opposite direction when he puts that foot in the ground. He's going to be amazing because he's making those combat catches. His athleticism is off the charts. Height, speed, weight ratio, he's going to get open. So I am psyched. Guy's got potential, and it looks like we're going to start him in the Z and bump Claypool to the slot. And why is that? Because Austin's been hurt all preseason. Austin's starting to get back here. Hopefully he's going to be ready for week one because I'd like to see his explosiveness as well, helping out the Steelers on the football field. Tony Clark over on Facebook. How you doing, Tony? Oh, bringing you back. Where are you, Tony? There you are. Why have we not addressed the offensive line? Again, we've addressed it. We spent money in free agency. We brought in Cole. We brought in Daniels. These two guys were supposed to solidify this offensive line. Our tackles were doing a fine job last year. We know Dotson can play in this league. We know Green can play in this league. And heck, we were like, let's just bump him down to guard where he'll be. We played it in college. He should be a great guard in this league. Right now, I think it's scheme over performance and ability. These guys are NFL caliber caliber um, offensive linemen. These guys can play in this league. All of them. All five. It's a better line, in my opinion, than we had last year talent-wise. But they have to get on it for their technique. Let's see what they can do here in the Detroit game. Daniel Noriega, welcome, senor. Do you see a trade? Yes. Omar Khan. 
Is he going to come up with a great trade here before the season starts? Got a couple trade options. I know we've talked about Rudolph, Mason Rudolph being a possibility. I know we talked about Bush being a possibility, trading that inside linebacker. Now we got to talk about positions where we're deep. We're deep on defensive line. We can move a guy like Wormley and get a draft pick for him. We, I doubt we get anything big if we moved one of the Davis brothers because they look like they might be cuts. Same thing with Mondu. Um, but those, those are all NFL caliber players. All of them. All of them. Because we got young guys like Leal and Loudermilk, the two L brothers on the DL. Those guys are playing. And those guys showed that they were worth the draft picks that we got them for. They're making plays. And um, so it makes it so like, yeah, maybe we got to think about moving one of these guys. And maybe uh, Tim Burrow, maybe we do utilize some uh, Alodican also at the Zero Tech at Nose. Uh, like he did play uh, for when he was uh, when he was a Brown. He played Zero Tech uh, when he was first drafted. Also got in on some Zero Tech snaps along the defensive line with Cincinnati, helping that Super Bowl run last year. So that might be some of our nose tackle help coming down the pike as well. We'll have to see. Uh, but other guys, I mean, I know Claypool was mentioned, but with the injuries, we we ended up losing um, Anthony Miller. We thought he might have been a part of this team. So Claypool is now more valuable on the team than off the team, in my opinion. Um, and I'm happy that we got Boykin because it looks like he might stick around too. And Gunner, man, I was wrong on him. I was thinking he was Switzer 2.0. Guy can play. It's like having a Hogan on our team or having a uh, – uh, who's those other uh, white slot receivers that they always utilized up there in New England, the, the guy that – Welker. Yeah, these guys can play. And, and he looks like another one in that mold. Gunner can play. And I, I was surprised because he knows how to get open. He's not the fastest guy. He's a great root runner. He's got excellent hands and got enough wiggle to get open. And I'm psyched for that. So we're going to have some really fun receiving core to watch coming through um miles what is your assessment on my man man jack and how he's performing well the main man jack that shares your name miles as far as we're talking about for interior offensive line he is the only lock to start <laughs> is it going to be bush next to him is it going to be spillane next to him is it going to be robinson next to him we don't know yet but the one thing we do know Jack is going to be starting, and Jack was making plays. I love the way he was hitting, coming downhill, uh, shedding tackles, shedding larger defensive linemen with ease to make tackles. That's what we need. That is better than a Joe Schobert, who was just cut by the uh, by Denver. Denver just cut him. So he's now a free agent again. We got a lot better tackling with Jack, better plays, better pizza, stardom he's doing great and has done great all training camp so might be a miles jersey you have to buy <laughs> daniel noriega back again do you see a trade for a player happening for the steelers now i'm not going to write it off i mean that is an option as well if we go player for player trade we know they are more rare in the nfl usually it's a player for a draft pick trade and i see that as a possibility as well we might be doing some draft picks for some offensive linemen. Not going to need defensive linemen. We don't need wide receiver. We don't need running back. We don't need tight end. Don't need quarterback. So offensive side, don't have to worry about. Even 
cornerback even on on the defensive side it looks like we're, we're gonna have a couple a tough cut there safety's looking good with our depth now that we have kz in there uh and it looks like norwood is going to be slotted in as a safety this year as opposed to a slot corner um Mollette, I mean, we're solid. We're absolutely solid. Maybe some depth at outside linebacker. Maybe Roche is talking about getting cut from the Giants. That might be a guy the Steelers bring back. Um, if they're looking to bring back their only draft pick that they got rid of last year. <laughs> that Steeler fans still lament over. But, like, we brought back. I remember, you, Steeler fans, you were lamenting when we got rid of, of uh, Tuska. Or uh, Tuzar Skipper. Oh, why did get rid of Tuzar Skipper? We we got him back, and then now we cut him again, <laughs> and now you're not as upset because he, he he couldn't play. Steelers like, yeah, I don't think he's gonna be playing. Roche can play, Roche can freaking play, and might be picking up a guy like that. But as far as for trading for players, offensive line looks like the only spot. Looks like the only spot we'd try to make moves for players if we're trying to find people to fit this Meyer scheme, which is more hands, more initiating contact, more aggressiveness. Then that might be an option. Might be an option. Uh, Robert, instead of drafting, fawning over too many wide receivers, Steelers overstocked and ignored essential line inevitabilities. NFL games are won and lost by linemen, and Steelers front office head coach are below the standard. Now, I'm going to go against you here, Robert, a little bit here. Steelers did address the line. They addressed it hardcore in free agency. They brought in Cole as a starter at center. They brought in Daniels as a starter at right guard. They were set. They really didn't have to go out because these guys are signed for two years each. Next year's the year we got to start stocking the cupboard. By far. By far. And I still think the Steelers need to do more due diligence to bringing in an actual center that they're going to see as being a legit, you know, first rounder or second rounder, grabbing a center that they see might be a decade center because that's what the Steelers usually do best is bringing in a center. That's going to lock down that position for a decade. They've been just about as good at head coaches as they have been at drafting centers. Really? It's insane. Absolutely insane. Brian Davis. Hello to my favorite Steelers insider. Good to hear you striker. Thank you. Thank you, Brian Davis. I will bow to you, my friend. <laughs> but I just read a lot of news. Um, I, I, you know, I, I love to write. I love to look up things. So thank you for calling me an insider. I just have some creative thoughts in my head as well that I like to talk about that not everybody always thinks about. And that's what I like to provide to you guys. And I'm glad. And it warms my heart that Steeler Nation is, is, is as happy to hear about it as I am to think about it and to have an audience to talk about it with, as opposed to just yelling about it against a white wall like I had been before doing before 2017. <laughs> Aaron Harris, can't wait to see Pickens in regular season. What a steal, I believe. Yeah, there's a lot of... Um, NFL um, draft analysis people now that are, I think, unfairly comparing the Pickens pick to the, um, oh gosh, when DK uh, Metcalf was uh, was drafted. I mean, yeah, a lot of people were drafted before DK, but hindsight's always twenty twenty. Steelers have a way to do their stuff. This was the way it went. We got our guy. I'm excited we got our guy. And... We're going to reap the benefits, hopefully, for years to come. Um, and there you go, Robert. Yeah, not having better backups at safety when Troy was not let back an inside linebacker before Shazier's last season were no more obvious than 
general manager and head coach, ignoring better upgrades at O-line and nose tackle. And that's the problem with the NFL, too. It's There's always going to be a position that's going to be thin. And I was always thinking the same way, like, when Pouncey started to get older, it's like, we got to start drafting his replacement. And before that, um, when we were going through, like, uh, Hastings, when it was Hastings time, I was like, we got to get a center now. And we didn't draft a center. It was the year we drafted um, Woodley in the second round. And my guy was still up there. I think his name was Khalil. He was the first center taken in that draft. I thought we were going to get him. I thought we were going to get him in the third round then too. But until uh, um, he ended up going to the Carolina Panthers. I'm going off the top of my skull, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I'm doing this. But, yeah, th- those were the guys. Like, I love centers. And there's going to be points of time where we don't address the right guy. And we as fans – we are backseat GMs in that respect, but yeah, cannot fault them. At least I love the talent that they got this year. I love, I love that they got the quarterback in the first round. I love that. They, the only guy I would have taken in the first round over him was Hamilton. And that was the uh, safety that ended up going to um, uh, the Ravens. So I couldn't be upset about Pickett in the first round. Definitely not upset about George in the second round, third round, Liao offensive and defensive line. You have to address on the first or first or second day in the draft. And the Steelers did do that. Steelers got Leal, who's going to stick on this team and looks like he's going to be a future star on this team. Once Hayward decides to call it quits. We'll have to see miles press graves back again. I like that. At least the green was willing to say he sucked and was honest when asked, unlike Bush who said, no matter what, he will still be in the NFL. Well, Bush will still be in the NFL until he's not. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Green wants to, he's a competitor. He wants to be a good player. Bush has gotten smacked in the face. Football's been easy his whole life. He jumped in the league. He was making plays right out of the box. First season and a half till he got hurt. Then he got humbled. He's not dealing with being humbled well because he came back on that leg, not the same player. Can he be the same player this year? I don't know. Right now, he's not looking like it. It's tough. But I do like that Green takes accountability. That's a big thing about Tomlin, too. He wants his players to take accountability. He wants his players to be better. Because those words that Green spoke says to me that Green wants to be a better player on this football field. He was a starter last year. He wants to be a starter again, and he will compete to make this team better. That's what I like to hear about a player like that. When you hear a guy like Bush saying... I'll be in the league no matter what. To me, it's like, does he want to be a better player? Does he think a change of scenery is going to make him better? It's going to make him shed blocks that he can't shed? Is it going to make him actually walk toward a ball carrier as opposed to just standing in space? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Is he at a point where he's just kind of like, maybe this is the point of my career where I'm trying to sandbag it until I get traded and then I can be good elsewhere, but that doesn't make much sense to me. Steelers did not give him the fifth-year option smartly. We can drop him now. It doesn't cost us a dime because that because he's in his – well, it does cost us a little bit fourth year of the contract, yeah. But, you know, still, just this prorated portion of his signing bonus. Hopefully we trade him, get something for him. We'll have to see. Robert! How you doing, Cooley? I've got so many I've got so many Roberts. I'm just calling you Cooley because I know you're Cooley. Over at Steeler Nation Football Forum, guys. Be sure to go on over there. This guy will ban you. He's great. Uh, Rudy won the game, but he was not under the same pressure from the defensive line that Mitch and Kenny were. 
True, but he was under that same defensive line when he had to start when Roethlisberger went down with his injury. And that was not a great um, offensive line either, uh, the way they were playing in those. Because, heck, we were going through the rotation there. Was it Duck? Was it Rudolph? Was it Ben? Big Ben, we got a, we got a clock tower and two animals out there, a reindeer and a freaking waterfowl out there playing for us that year. But, you know, I'm not going to split apples to apples because he was out there with the second team before in the first preseason game, and he had two scores. He had a field goal, he had a touchdown. Say it's, you know, sure, maybe Detroit has a better defensive line, a better defensive line depth than Seattle right now. But you got to play against the players that you're playing against. And he's showing he can still make those plays. And that's what I like to see. He should be out there scoring touchdowns against the dregs of the NFL because he's better than that. He's, he's at least a solid backup in the NFL, bare minimum. As we talked about when I was speaking with Lewis Riddick, Rudolph is a solid backup in the NFL. It's going to win you a couple games here and there. You don't hit your cart to him. Or you don't hit your sleigh to him with that Rudolph. I got it. <laughs> Michael Scott, join us. Welcome back to the team. How you doing, Michael Scott? Great to hear from you, man. Which one do you see the Steelers keeping? Gunner or Sims? Gunner. Gunner, by by far what I'm seeing out of Gunner in games already, how they're utilizing him, how he's he's a good root runner too. Because he took, he kind of, the one play where he was supposed to kind of run a uh, kind of a seam pattern, he bent it and then ran the seam and the the defender bit on it. And he was wide open on a beautifully thrown ball by, I think it was Pickens in that one game. He's killing it in training camp as well. If you read up on what he's doing in training camp, he's getting open consistently. He's Pickens' favorite target right now. Or Pickett, sorry. Can he pick it? Damn it. Why do we have to drive a pick and a pickens the same damn year? Kenny Pickett's favorite freaking target right now seems to be Gunner. He's making the team. Sims will probably make the practice squad. Uh, looking at him, looking at Tyler Vaughn's on the practice squad as well, in case we get an injury on the Z side. I think Tyler Vaughn's is a great one there. Timburo, striker. You're saying it's okay Steelers pick up linemen late when truth is O-lines need more time together than gel. Front office and head coach display incompetence by not allowing starters any gelling. That ain't Magellan, I do like <laughs> That ain't Magellan. But what you have to realize is it's still technique, Robert. And this line does have to gel and learn the technique. Now, if you're bringing in somebody late, you, that would mean to me that the Steelers are bringing in somebody late that already understands that technique. That's going to be a hands guy, that's going to initiate contact, and it's going to be aggressive. If you watch teams like Buffalo, if you watch teams like Tennessee, you watch teams like the Ravens. Those players are coached in the same way. That's what we have to look for when we're looking to upgrade this offensive line. If we're going to do it late, you're going to bring in those style of players because they can. They already know the system. They don't have to learn it. They know how to utilize that technique, and it's just a mindset. Every single, like, um, Sarrett was a blocking space guy. Take up as much space as possible, blocking space. Uh, guy before him, shit, who do I have before him? trying to think off the top of my head, but he was more of like a, a zone scheme guy. <laughs> so it's, and then we went to Munch who was like, he was a downhill block guy. So it's different attitudes and thought processes across these different offensive coaches. And now we have a new guy that is more technique oriented. And hopefully this technique, and these guys are good enough to learn this technique that they haven't done it yet. 
is a little concerning, but we'll have to see it against Detroit this week on how it looks. Uh, Brian Davis, Pickens, one. Claypool, two. Johnson, third. The new pecking order, nope. <laughs> Ball's going to look into the X receiver every time in this offense. And DJ gets open better than anybody on this team. Pickens could not play the X right now as good as DJ. So, But I, I will agree with you, though, Brian Davis. All three of those guys are going to be our top three receivers. Those are going to be our starting three. I'm not sure yet to see in the two wide receiver alignment if it's going to be DJ and Claypool like it was last year, or if they're going to go DJ and Pickens. And the only reason why I'm saying Pickens might start getting some starts is because he's knocking blocks downfield. He's knocking heads off of defenders downfield, blocking for long runs, blocking for his fellow receivers, willing and able and wants to block, just like a Heinz Ward. Love those types of players. And if he starts doing that and shows he's doing it consistently, he will get those reps over Claypool. Brian Davis, Michael Scott Joyner, I think Tomlin has a chubby for Sims. Sims is a good player. He can play in this league. He's Heck, he was playing for, uh, what was he playing? Washington, I think he was playing before here. He's a good X receiver. Um, for some reason, yeah, he was getting some snaps when DJ was out with the ones here and there. Um, but I honestly think, you know, Pickens can play any position. Austin can also play the X. I don't know if Gunner, from what I'm seeing now with the way Gunner's playing, Gunner could probably play X as well if he had to, because he is a better root runner than I thought he was. So we'll have to see how he goes on that. Miles Pressgrave, yeah, Gunner's a beast. The move he did before he fumbled, it really did blow me away. And that just needs to hold on to it next time. And that's the thing. I mean, you got to realize that was also fourth down. Gunner was trying to do whatever he could in his arsenal of moves to get that ball across the line to gain. And that's an instance where if you fumble, it's not a big deal. You're losing the ball anyway. He was just trying to do whatever he could to get the ball over there. And he nearly did it. He nearly did it. And it, it looked like an old, um, gosh, what was it? Tecmo Bowl. When you pick the play and all, everybody runs into the backfield after your player. It looked like that. And he was like breaking tackles and going around three, four guys. Sort of spinning, diving. Uh, and I think his body actually did cross the line of game. Just the football wasn't there with him. But just fun to watch. And I want this guy to keep getting better and better. That's all we need. Hired mercenary gun at nose tackle could work if we weren't now about the same age as Alu-Alu. But worst run D and O-line aren't going to be saved just because we hope head coach and GM desperately make a late nose tackle or offensive line moves. Or maybe they like the guys they got. We got another year under the belt here with Alu-Alu. I'm still with you, though, on being antsy about Alu-Alu's uh, injury situation, but Adams had another year under the system, might even be utilizing a Lodican there as well. I think they're going to be rotating a Lodican on that left defensive spot and nose tackle just to get the best guys on the field in certain situations, especially in pass rush certain situations. Magnet 20 back again. Good to hear from you. Is Warren going to see more running back snaps during the season? I think he's a player right now. He's seeing more snaps in camp and in practice. So, it looks like he's already leapfrogged um, McFarland. I think personally, I like the skill set of McFarland and and Warren, Warren the best. They'd be my guys. Snell, I think, is a one-dimensional player. Dropping passes again in this game. Yeah, he, he made a great play, and I'm not going to hold it against him for his excellent dive into the end zone to get the touchdown off of Rudolph's play to win the game. Great play. 
absolutely great play. But I don't know if they're still sold on, on Snell. We have to see. This crazy cutdown's already happened. We already dropped Avery. We already dropped Monteo Durant, a guy I thought was going to be really good. Uh, sure, we knew Skiba was going to get cut because there's no way you're keeping that kicker over Bods. Uh, Christian Blake was the latest receiver added, so of course he got cut. And then Chris Alodikin was a bit of a head scratcher, like we talked about. But we're going to have some more confusing things coming up, I think. I think right now, this is probably the, the most open training camp we have ever had at every position. Really, it is. You got a couple guys, you, your all pros are safe. Your pro bowlers are safe. Nobody's taking their jobs. Nobody's taking Boz's job. Nobody's taking Watt or Hay- or Hayward or Minka or DJ. Nobody's taking any of their jobs. But it's wide open pretty much for everybody else. Brian Davis, can't believe we wasted that seventh rounder this year. Again, was not a waste. He would have been more expensive if he went to free agency. We cut him now. He costs zero. In free agency, undrafted rookie free agents, a quarterback like that, you would have had to give him a signing bonus. And we would have had to pay that as dead money. Okay, zero. No signing bonus for a seventh rounder. Zero against the cap. Not, you know, obviously you want somebody, at least we're not drafting a a long snapper. We drafted a punter and our, our punter's banging, killing it. 70, 70 some yards off of a drop kick from the freaking safety. That was killer. That's one of the best drop kicks I've ever seen after a safety. Flipped the field, pinned him inside the 20. You never, never see the other team pick up the ball inside the 20. Start with the ball inside the 20 after a safety. Usually it's 40-yard line. Usually. Always over the 30. But usually you get to that 40-yard line off of a safety. He kicked it all the way inside the 20, nearly the 10-yard line. Went over the guy's head. It was insane. Couldn't pick it up for a while. That was a that was a kick. And I love me some PH3. Love me some PH3. Robert Miles agree with that. At least Green is telling the truth for once. Normally he's so full of full of poop. It's annoying to hear from him. Uh, Magnan having a Stonies, by the way. Underrated beer for the price. Stonies used to be a big sponsor for the Steeler Nation tailgate. We used to drink their beer exclusively. And I was surprised because I didn't never had it until the Steeler Nation tailgates. It is a surprisingly good beer. I like it more than Miller Lite. I like it more than any of the light beers. And it's on par with the standards. You know, your your Miller Genuine Drafts, your uh, Coors Banquets, Coors, Coors Banquets, Budweiser, high, the high high test Budweiser. But yeah, it's, it's an underrated beer and a good one. I, I'm with you on that. Robert Stryker, please acknowledge that because of fourth round, right tackle converted rookie year to left tackle, and didn't didn't tank it does not mean that the Steelers didn't need to get better left tackle depth and weren't incompetent or not. It's a little confusing. I, I think I'm parsing it out there. I think you're talking about Dan Moore Jr., who did have a, a pretty solid rookie season. For a fourth rounder to have to start at left tackle because he could not start at right tackle. He couldn't. That's why... Um, Chooks was supposed to be the left tackle that season. Banner got hurt. He was supposed to be the right tackle that season. Chooks had to swap over to right tackle because Moore could only play left tackle. And he held his own against a guy that Browns fans thinks is better than TJ Watt. The head smasher himself. Garrett. So I can't discredit the guy yet. 
I'm not on that train yet. <laughs> Malik Willis is looking like an MVP already for the Titans. Brian, he's making plays, and that's what you want to see out of young players. His uh, quarterback rating right now, though, it's like an 80, which is below average. He's a running back right now. Can he be a better thrower than Lamar Jackson, who is a running back pretty much? But Lamar Jackson knows how to win games. That's one thing I like about Lamar Jackson. Can Malik Willis win games too? That was we thought we were we thought he was going to be our running he was going to be our quarterback running back. We thought he was going to be our quarterback. Like okay, we're going to be the Ravens. He's going to be our quarterback. Nope. We went picket. <laughs> we went with the thrower, guy that can actually throw the football. Robert Robert C is correct that Rupert Rudy did not face the rush. Another quarterback also Rudy cannot is not Canada's style. But the other two are actually, he was the only person that ran Matt Canada's offense. And it was in the Detroit game last year. And he should have won it. If we didn't have two receivers putting balls on the ground in overtime, absolutely should have won it. Only person running it. Timburo, are you Wolfie on stealing nation? <laughs> nice. Keep Sims on the practice squad. Indeed. I mean, I like all the depth that we had on here. I really, we had some, we, we were pretty deep. And I think Boykin's going to make this team too. As special teams. He's looking like a gunner. He looks like he's going to make this team. And he has the, the ability to make plays when he comes on the field as a receiver. Robert C., I howl like a wolf. Ow, ow, ow! <laughs> I've been called a lone wolf. Nice. Mason is getting playing time for film so they can chop, chop him out of town. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Maybe the wolf family. <laughs> Came more across like a kid. <laughs> Here we go. A little, little shade from our tough guys. When you got the name Robert, you got it. You get, you're mentally tough here at Steeler Nation. Megan, are you surprised that Avery Williams being cut? That was my biggest surprise. Honestly, I thought he was slotted to be the number three on this team. 12 games started in Philly. Watched him play last year. He can play. I have no idea. No idea what happened, what he did why he's off the team so soon because we have other outside linebackers that should have been cut before him. I don't know if we're trying to do him a favor because the Steelers like writings on the wall. These guys are playing better than you. We're going to give you the best option possible to get on another team. We're going to let you go in first cuts. Sometimes Steelers do that. They really do. So I don't know. Punter is going to get pissed. <laughs> yeah. Michael Scott dude is a, but he's a monster. Look at him. He's he got a 300-pounder swinging a 300-pound leg. His leg is as big as most punters. That's how that ball goes that far, guys. That's honestly how it goes that far. Robert, journeyman and undersized nose tackle Adams. Uh, okay for Phil snaps. Is no more starter ready than Davis twins. Oh, I do, I do like the Davis twins. And those are going to be tough cuts. And hopefully we can keep one of them on the uh, practice squad. Can give me a few good snaps, but none legit starters which the Steelers should have known what they need. You're not addressing Maya Lodekin. I've said it three times, Robert. Either address it. We've also said a Lodekin that can play zero tech or understand that your uh, argument's starting to drop here a bit. Miles, I just really can't wait to see this offense in full swing. The personality we have is so fun to watch. We have NFL young boy. We have Najee DJ. Sorry, I just lost my whole pop there. Najee DJ, Claypool, Muth, Gunner, I'm so ready. This is a young team, guys. This is what's in, in our young core. Like, TJ Watt's young. He's on his second contract. Fitzpatrick is young. 
on his second contract. DJ is young, taking that money. Oh, he's not worth 12. Oh, Sterling Nation losing their mind. Oh, he can't sign DJ. He took 13. 13 mil a freaking season, Steeler Nation. Get your head out of your asses. Dude is a Pittsburgh Steel. He wants to be in Pittsburgh. Said the grass isn't always greener. And we got the best root runner in the NFL for 13 mil a season for the next three freaking years. Back up the Brinks truck in two years, in my opinion. If he shows he's a pro bowler for these next two years, as I think he is, because he has a higher ceiling than A.B. did coming out of college. Had a higher ceiling than A.B. did after three years in this league. Boom. He's going to be a player in this league, guys. Absolute player. Robert, left tackle is one of the single most important positions of all teams, especially with a right-handed throwing. Yep right-hand throwing quarterback. It is very specific skill set, different from right tackle, unless you have a left-handed throwing quarterback. Steelers have not drafted such a guy in eons. Well, when you can get a guy as an undrafted rookie free agent that plays defensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles and a guy like that used to jump out of airplanes and play wide receiver in college and turn him into an all-pro <laughs> left tackle in Villanueva, sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you, you look at a team like the New England Patriots, Robert. That's a team that never uses high draft picks on offensive linemen. They have offensive linemen play their system. They get road graders to play their system and to play it to a plum. And they end up having guys that they get in the fifth, sixth undrafted that they end up getting rid of for draft picks. That is what they do right. And that can be done on the Steelers as well. We're just about the same. Oh, I love the kitty comment. Good response to the kitty comment there. <laughs> love that, Robert. <laughs> Robert C., a kitty is better than a, than a P word. I hear you there. I hear you there. <laughs> and then a pussy willow. Miles Presgraves, did you see when Pickens kicked the defender off of him when he was tackled? That's the spunk I want from him. And that's the fact that he's been a cornerback's worst nightmare Recently, he's been a straight demon. He's given Sutton fits in practice too. And Sutton is a good corner. He's a good corner. If he's already, if this rookie's already starting to give us fits, if Fitzpatrick's starting to say stuff about him, who's an all pro, guy can play. Guy can play, and he's going to be exciting and fun to watch in this league. What about Loudermilk? <laughs> he's making the team, baby. Making the team solidly. Loudermilk is improving. Second year, he's making that jump. I don't know if he's going to be pushing warmly for snap time. I mean, we did grab a Lodican too, but we guys, we remember we picked up a guy named Doug Costin, who's a starter in this league, and we already cut him. We cut him before cutdowns. Why? Because the Steelers love their defensive line. That means they love Adams and Alu Alu more than Costin. That means also they might love a Lodican who possibly might be doing some of these snaps as well at nose tackle more than they love Costin. That's how it goes sometimes, guys. Love it. <laughs> 13 million is chicken feed. Exactly. Exactly, guys. And, and, and we got a stud. We got a stud breeding rooster for chicken feed. DJ's a stud. Love receivers. He's the second best I've seen. The only receiver I've seen better, well, two, but one, as far as for root running, 
and uh, Antonio Brown was probably our best route runner, second only to um, Heinz Ward. Those two root runners in Yancey Thigpen was also a phenomenal root runner. I got to uh, interview. Make sure you check out my interview, guys. I interviewed uh, Cordell Stewart. Click on the uh, the podcast page, the podcast. Cordell Stewart interviews up there. We geeked out over Yancey Thigpen because I was like, you guys had the best rapport, especially his first year as a starter. Yancey was the guy. <laughs> but Deontay Johnson is that guy too. And he's going to make, he's going to be the safety blanket for whoever's going to be our starting quarterback. Guy can play and get open for all of them. Robert, Steelers offense skill players are not getting the front office head coach support they deserve because without solid offensive line, we won't get to see how good the Steelers' weapons are. I'll take you back to 2008, Robert. We played against the Philadelphia Eagles, I think it was week three or week four. I think they sacked us 10 times in that game. I'm like, we're not going to the Super Bowl. No way is this team going to the Super Bowl with this offensive line. That same offensive line not only got them to the Super Bowl, they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> even having a even even with Cologne getting a holding penalty on the first play on the last drive, we still won a Super Bowl. Sometimes your quarterback can make plays, can extend plays themselves to help a line that's not that good. And we do have quarterbacks that can extend plays. All three of them can. I mean, I think Trubisky and Pickett do a better job than Rudolph can for extending plays because I think they're more elusive. But Rudolph can make some plays too, and that's going to help out this line. Holden two, it's welcome to the show. You're a new name here. We we love having new people. Just made the live. Who's more disappointing, Daniels or Bush? I'd have to say Bush right now, honestly, Holden, just because Bush's expectation being completely healthy, he should have been making plays. We shouldn't be already talking last preseason game about, is he going to even start? It should have been, wow, we were wrong about Bush. That should have been the conversation. Nope, it's not. It has not been. It's disappointing. He's my guy. Just because Daniels is still trying to learn this technique, the new uh, technique from our offensive lineman, Coach Myers, be aggressive, initiate contact, use your hands. This, that's the way we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be maulers on offensive line. That's what he wants. And these guys can be. They're big guys. Our biggest players are our offensive linemen on this team. Both of our tackles are huge. Uh, Corey Frank, I came on here before and stated that Kenny Pickett is an athletic version of a Peyton Manning. Do you see it? Do you see it? Yay! <laughs> love the enthusiasm, Mr. Frank. Absolutely love the enthusiasm. And I, I'm starting to see it. I didn't think he'd be ready. I'm I'm still on the like, hey, if we sit him, we sit him. But if we end up if you end up winning the starting job outright, which is now what we're starting to talk about in the third preseason game, when he started behind Rudolph, when he started behind Trubisky, we're starting to talk about it. Got a chance. He's got a chance to being the starter. And it's something that I wouldn't be upset about now. Now, I'll tell you the truth. Going up against Cincinnati week one, I'm probably throwing out Trubisky. Just because if our quarterback's getting killed, I want it to be Trubisky. And then you can have Kenny Pickett jump on and save the day. <laughs> That's it. It's strictly to protect our franchise quarterback until we can get this line playing a little bit better than they did last week. Hopefully they'll be playing better on Sunday. Yep, agree with Bush as well, Robert. Yeah, we're on that train. 
Uh, Joseph Donovan, what is the latest on Calvin Austin? He's been lost in the sauce since the injury. Yes, he's starting to work his way back. Looks like he's going to be ready, possibly ready to play in this preseason game from what I'm starting to read. Because uh, he came out on Twitter two days ago stating that he feels 100% fine. His ankle feels 100% fine. He's just waiting to be cleared. So I don't know if he's saying it for lip speak, but I am optimistic. I know he wants to get on the field. So we'll have to see how it goes here soon. Uh, how has Mason Cole been working out? Um, he's He's been uh, doing fine. I, I think right now, what was it? Um, Alex Kazora li- listed him as the best offensive lineman so far in training camp. So that's a good thing, especially if we went out and got a free agency to be our starting center. Hopefully Mason Cole is locking it down and making sure nobody goes through him like a turnstile, like a Sean Mahan. Oh, that, that, that was the worst center I've ever seen in Pittsburgh. But I'm looking forward to Cole being solid and getting better and gelling with the guys next to him as well, because we need everybody working as a unit. Uh, Cooley, who earns the backup running back job? Does Warren knock off Snell? I going into it, I thought it was going to be like from the first preseason game. I thought McFarland was going to take that backup running job back job. I love his athleticism. I love his diversity. I love his speed. Like to me, that's my guy. But it looks like Warren is starting to play it out. Like he's going to be the backup. So that's the exciting aspect having a young player undrafted. I know we were talking about the wrong undrafted player here, guys, on these shows. We were talking about Durant, who just got cut today. Now we're talking about the other undrafted player where he might be the backup. And I love the way he's running with purpose. He hits the hole hard. He hits it. He's got good vision. And he can catch. Snell can't catch. Snell caught a great pass on the touchdown. I don't like his hands at all. I am not a Snell dropped another ball in that game. I don't like his hands, guys. And I keep saying it. Love McFarland's hands. Like Warren's hands. Hate Snell's hands. Benny Snell football, run the rock. Don't throw him the ball. <laughs> Robert, Leal's, Robert C. Leal's only lineman the Steelers got first three rounds. In this fan, Actually, they got Kendrick Green in the first three rounds, too. He was a third rounder. Um, if I get him, what we got from Lateral last year, probably, but okay. But means we are desperate to give playing time because of injuries. No, Lateral can legit play. He was playing last year, and he, he was earning snaps on the field and playing well when he got on the field. His His... His film is solid, and he's improving on it already, Robert. So you're going to eat a little bit of crow watching Loudermilk and Leal become the new ends for this team and the future for the replacements because Alodekin, he's a rental. And I don't know if we're going to sign Wormley back when we got all these young, talented guys coming up through the the wings at defensive line. Um, Miles Pressgrave, all right, Striker, I'm peacing out. Podcast, my dude, and me too. It is time on the podcast, guys, where it's time to at least start talking about the way out. Get it in your last comments, guys, because I will go to you last, as you always know. Be sure to check out our new sponsor, mybookie.ag, Alpha Gamma, code Steeler Nation, all caps. Put that code in. Whatever money you start your account with, it's going to double up to a grand. So you can have as much as two grand in your account to start this season before you even place your first bet and you only dropped a grand in there. That's how you do it, guys. Go to mybookie.ag, promo code Steeler Nation, double your money to start, 
and start winning it big on Sundays, guys. Good luck to you. And make sure, please go over to our title sponsor. Oh, wrong one. Boop. Um, Total Sports Enterprises, we are giving away that Pouncy signed Color Rush jersey right now. Follow them on Twitter. Follow Steeler Nation on Twitter. Follow the podcast on Twitter. Retweet it. You're automatically entered, and you can win a signed Pouncy Color Rush jersey. We're giving it away on Thursday, tomorrow. So good luck to you guys. Win that jersey so you can wear it with pride when we're doing our Steeler Nation VidCast podcast and for the games themselves, guys. Good luck to you, Steeler Nation. Be sure to come over to SteelerNation.com for the best Pittsburgh Steeler-focused articles on the interwebs. Follow them at Steeler Nation. Tweet us at SteelerNation.com. Tweet us at SteelerNation. Instagram us. Facebook, SteelerNation.com. And also, I think it's TikTok at SteelerNation.com. Follow the Steeler Nation podcast on Twitter at underscore SN podcast. Follow us on, on Instagram, Steeler Nation podcast. Or follow your host, Steeler Nation striker. Steeler Nation striker on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, at SN striker. Easy to find. Going to you guys last because it's the fun way to do it. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Great show, Striker. Catch you next time. Thank you, Michael Scott, joining me. Thank you for helping to make this show great because that's what you do. Your questions, your comments, your energy, your enthusiasm, guys, keeps me going, sitting in the backseat of a truck in a Walmart parking lot. That's what keeps me going, guys. <laughs> hey, Cope, can you loan me a thousand bucks? Hell, I thought that's what they paid you for a month to be a moderator over there. If they're if they're not, they're they're screwing you. I, I hear that. Litos is making better money than you. <laughs> Magnum, we need to beat the Bengals. First game going to be a tough game. Yeah, and that's when we got to see if our defense is going to be as good as we hope it is. Let's have to see because I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to a big matchup, primetime matchup, week one. Unfortunately, it's going to be in Queen City playing on their turf, but hopefully we can do it. Love to see that. I got bets to make. <laughs> yep. And then be sure to go do it. MyBookie.ag. <laughs> Robertson Burrow, this year's draft, the Steelers did not. Wise thing, the other offensive linemen first three rounds. Oh, for this year, yeah, I was talking about the previous year. They are starting to do it, but yeah, now we're going to start talking about rounds one and rounds two. I agree, I agree. We're both we're both in the same on that, and that's how you win championships too. Green Bay does that a lot too. Uh, go Steelers! Hell yeah, Kenny Bamer. I'm coming back to you at the end of the show. Scott Punswick, hey Scott, welcome back to the show. I can't never catch you on time anymore, Striker. Dang it, so much to talk about. Jump back. It'll be up here on YouTube. You can rewatch it. We talked about it a lot tonight. It's a fun show, Scott. I hope you at least get to catch it. And I hope you get to catch us live to be able to Scott talk to you and interact with you live because we love doing it. Uh, Tamburo, one love. We all get together. Feel all right. Go Steelers. Love you too, Tamburo. You know, I know you bust my balls and you're a challenging Steeler fan, but we love your, your point of view. I love talking about all points of view here on the Steeler Nation vidcast. It's the only way to do it, guys. And that's how we all live and love together. Love it. Love seeing that, Robert. Brian Davis. Burrow has a shot. The first shot is saying he is the only AFC team to worry about is Buffalo and KC. Wait till the Ravens start getting after him. Wait till Browns start getting them after him twice twice this year. Steelers getting them after him twice this year. All of them have improved defenses. All of them. Look at all the great defensive defensive players the Ravens just took first couple rounds. Holy crap. Wow. 
yeah, they're Cincy. <laughs> I hope you can keep Burrow alive, and I hope you fixed your offensive line. Otherwise, he's going to have a tough time. Uh, start Robinson. We need that dog in the middle. Turn that missile loose. And that's what we talked about at the top of the show. He's got a chance. He's got a chance. Cooley, it was a great show. I finally got to watch him participate again. I know it's been a while, man, and I still want to get out and check check a game. Hopefully, we can make something work together. And when I'm back out in Texas, man, I'll be looking you up. So awesome, man, guys. And thank you for joining us on the Steeler Nation vidcast sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G-Striker, with Cooley, with Tam Burrow, with Kenny Beamer, rooting along with you, as always, go 